and not only that, like she she literally like gave him a word of knowledge that basically that the Lord was like on his side and he was gonna win basically. But she would need to like command the like the army and the strategies, everything. And in this, like the, the entire passage, you see like her characteristics, like she was a prophet. She was basically an intercessor. She was like a woman of value because she was actually like taking care of the Israelites in the spiritual realm as Bar- um, Barak was um, taking care of like the battle, like in the physical. Yeah. And she was also basically like she was called the mother of Israel. So that's why it interests me this one more than the, the virtual woman. See, that's a high standard to get to, you know, to, to live. And um, I chose this topic today because, first of all, we're all single. <laughs> and um, before we, in the future, take care of our family or have a husband, like, we need to find out what it is to be a high-value woman for ourselves, for the Lord, and mm-hmm. after that, of course, for your future husband, your kids. And like the first Tea Time um, episode, which is a new um, series on the podcast, I want to talk about what it is a high-value woman. Amen. So, mm-hmm. We're going to discuss a little bit. All right. So what do you open? I open Judges chapter 4, and it's Deborah and Barak. And this passage is about this man called Barak, and the Lord calls him to go to war for Israel because they were in war with another uh, city. This guy goes to this prophet called Deborah because at that time in the test in the Old Testament, every time that a commander or a king would go to war, they would actually um, they would have to go to the prophet at that time to get insights from the Lord, to get um, strategies from the Lord, to get words, like specific words or specific instructions that they needed to follow for them to obtain the victory from um, the Lord, right? So this guy, Barak, he goes to Deborah to get that type of insights. And then at that time, like she was taking care of like the spiritual realm of um, Israel, like the entire um, nation, right? And he basically, like, asked her, like, what's the strategy? What is the insight? And she tells him that, um, first of all, like, she, like, he needed to stop, like, having the fear, like, overtake him. Second of all, she needed to go with him because as he was taking care of the, uh, like, physical battle, he was taking care of the spiritual battle because she, since she was a prophet, she was also an intercessor. And since she was also an intercessor, she was basically like seen as uh, the mother of Israel in the spiritual realm because she was interceding for the entire nation, right? And that's what I value about this woman more than the uh, Proverbs 31st, which is like, great, don't get me wrong. But this one is just like, sorry to say, but like this 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 lady's gangster in my eyes for the for the kingdom, like for mm-hmm. the actual spiritual realm because she's, she's raising up as a... Um, She's rising up as a woman to fight alongside this uh, commander for the nation, right? And that's something that we don't see nowadays. It's today, like, in today, it's just, man, it's all messed up, girl. Like, <laughs> everybody's going, like, doing my own thing, you know? 
-hmm. in in relationships, especially like marriages. That's why you need the most. You need if you're going to war, you guys have to go together. Like you cannot put the war into the man, which is the leader of the house, or the woman, which is the ideal helper. It doesn't work like that. You guys like in a relationship. In a relationship, you guys are a team. So this is what impresses me about this passage because she goes like she could have easily like commanded him to go, but no, like she was backing him up in another realm that he wasn't able to actually like battle because he was in the physical only. In in this personal like passage, it happens a lot in in godly relationships. The man is like you know out there doing the work. And then the woman is backing him up in the spiritual realm. And that's something that a high-value woman has. Because if you don't cover your husband or your boyfriend or your fiancé or whatever it is, then who's going to cover him? Like, that just points me out to one of the biggest things that I think is wrong with everybody these days. It's everybody's so selfish. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like everybody's so selfish. I think that points out to, like, the biggest problem these days like everybody just think about the me 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 and like if i do something for you it's always expecting something in return and that's not how love works guys it's not transactional believe me big news for you guys love is not transactional but like first example i would say is the lord like it's god like he gave us his love it's actually present it's like it's a gift and he's not asking anything for return. The only thing that he's just is releasing that gift. It's up to us if we receive it or not. Yeah. And sometimes we think like we need to give something in return to him, like to earn his love. And that's not how it works. It's already there. You know? It is. And like when we talk about high value woman, like this, when we like look back in the past and see how women used to behave these days, if you Jesus do... Christ whatever like if you look at the bible and you see what woman did back then about like being like being there and all of those aspects these days it's viewed like oh my god you're weak you're just gonna stay in the house and whatever like that's so like lame because i'm sorry but this last wave of feminism yep take me out of it i don't yep. wanna i wanna cancel my subscription because i didn't make one like Feminism in the beginning was one thing. Right now is something completely disturbing. Yes. Like, it's all about, I hate men. I don't need men. I'm good by myself. I don't need all that. It's just me, me, me. Men are trash. I don't need that for me. You should treat me like a queen. And you don't expect anything in return because you're just doing your obligation. Like, this is what type of like woman do we have these days? Yeah, that's honestly, it's really sad. It's really, really sad because that original design of what family is, is completely lost. And then people are wondering, why is there so many like divorce rates? Why is that like families are like crumbling? Why is that the children like are, you know, growing like so weak minded or so such and such, you know, it's because the, the original design for families messed up. They have switched the roles. The guys now are being the woman and the women are being the guys. And I'm like, guys, like, come on. You need to go back to the original, like, design. Whether you like it or not, it's how it works. And it was perfect design for a reason. Exactly. So we have a very special assignment. And I don't understand why women, especially women, 
have such a hard time to understand it, honestly. And something that I've seen a lot from um, women nowadays is that they cannot hear this word. Ready? Hmm. Submission. Oh, do you know what they hear when they say submission? Abuse. Exactly. So they don't even know what submission is. No. And they just attack other people who are actually following that um, specific feature from the woman, right? Being submissive doesn't mean you need to take um, punches, scratches, that that person is going to hit you, that that person is going to use you, that that's gonna, that's, he's going to abuse you. That's not submission. No. And it doesn't mean that you don't have an opinion. And you just have to take everything that the other it's, person says. Exactly. Mm -mm. That's not submission. That That's the wrong idea that God knows who put that idea. I know who put that idea there. <laughs> we will both know about which someone say. But yes, it's the devil, bro. Like he is being given lies and lies and lies since the beginning of our race, basically. Because he has been given, he has been like given this lies to back to the garden in Eve. And it was the same thing that is going on today. What did the devil, what did the serpent tell Eve? If you eat from the fruit, you will be like God. Mm -hmm. But this is the story, guys. Like, this is the thing. Like, this is the heavy duty, funky, everything. Wow. Like, we already are made in God's likeness. So that's something that... Okay, let me just put it in this way. So the devil, you know, he got kicked out of heaven. So right now he's having like that, like he's sour. He's sour because he's kicked out. And then the God created Aiden and Eve. And, you know, like he made them in their image. And then the, he made them into his likeness, right? And then what did the Lord gave us at the beginning of time? He gave us dominion. Dominion, guys. Dominion is something that the devil could not get. Because his heart got corrupted. So now since he's been sour about that, that like he got kicked out of heaven and now he's like doomed basically. So he wanted to drag, he's like, no, I'm going to drag these two too. And why did he do it with the woman first and not the, the men? Why with Eve and not Adam, right? Because the place of Adam is the place of authority. So he's basically the head, the leader. Why? Because he was created first. Theologically speaking, like he was alone for like 500 years before Eve came into the picture. So he was already doing his assignment. Then Eve came in because he realized that he needed help. After all of that time, he started like seeing like couples, like, you know, the animals were couples, couples, couples. And he's like, well, what a second, I'm missing something here. That's when he realized, oh, shoot. I need a helper. I need an ideal helper. That's when the Lord is like, okay, he finally got it. That's when he made Eve out of him. Why he didn't actually like take her from the dust. Why? Because the purpose was for her to be one flesh with him, right? Then she come in and that's, that's like when Adam, not God, Adam said, be blessed and you will be the mother of all generations. She is meant to give a birth of nations. She was meant to be the ideal helper. She was meant to be those things. She was meant to back him up in the in the um, um, calling that he had. Now, what's her role? Like, 
okay, Adam had the role of uh, the position of authority. What's her role? Her role is influence. We are called to influence people. We are called to influence our men. That's why more than them, we need more wisdom. We need. We really need more wisdom. That is the reason why the Lord gave us a special assignment to take care of them, like to back them up, not in, not, not in the physical, but in the spiritual realm. That's where our strength is. So that's when Deborah comes in, like he was backing Barak out in the spiritual realm, which is a, like, it's even realer than the physical one. Then that's the reason why the serpent went to the woman. Went to the woman. Why? Because if he got her, he she could easily influence Adam and take that position of um, authority. Because she didn't go like, oh, my love, like, do you want some? He, she didn't go like that. She was already corrupted. She basically went like, eat it. She took that place of authority, like commanding him to do something that he was supposed to do and he knew better. That's why he didn't do it. But because of his love for her, he committed the same sin. People think it was just like he got deceived. No, he knew exactly what it was happening. Like he knew she got corrupted, but since she was a helper, since she was the one who was going to be one flesh with him, like she was already one flesh with him, um, he just took the hit too. That's when the Lord asked him, like, what did you do? And then he says, this woman that you gave me, a lot of people take it out of context. He wasn't blaming Eve for like her mistake. He was actually acknowledging like this one committed the sin, but I'm taking the blame because I'm the authority. I'm the head. So that's love, bro. <laughs> that's love. That's love. That's and like, love. And then that's the reason why the Lord is like, I need to, to kick him out. Why? Because our mentality got corrupted already in the Garden of Eve, which was basically heaven made on earth. He could not keep us in the Garden of Eve. Because we were going to get even more corrupted by the serpent. So that's the reason why we got kicked out of, um, well, they got kicked out of, uh, out of the garden. And that's when they started like to procreate because their mentality got corrupted. And I always tell this to Bao, like she's my good friend and, and everything, that the genesis of all things come from the mind. So what you think is who you are or what you are, or what you do. So since we have like this very messed up like um, view on the family, on the men's role, the women's role, everything is corrupted. That's the very reason why submission is like such a like hot topic. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's very hard to explain to somebody who has a mindset who is basically like a fortress. Like it doesn't want to be transformed per se. No, because like, and another thing, people, they just take whatever they hear. They don't go to the source. A lot of people who are like saying, oh, I'm never going to be submissive. I'm never going to do this. This is wrong. Like, have you ever stopped to look it up and see what it means to be submissive? Like, everybody just go straight to, you guys know, Fifty Shades of Grey. That, that's, that's not what it means to be submissive, guys. <laughs> For the love of God, stop watching TV and go read your Bible, okay? The amount of time that you spend on TikTok, you should be spending reading your Bible and you know what a submissive woman means. And like, I think these days, 
thank God a lot of women are speaking about this, about this side of what it actually means to be submissive, what it actually means for you to submit to a man. Because let me tell you something. Do you know what it means to submit to a man? I can turn my brain off around him. Yeah. That's one of the things that you do, like that happens automatically when you have a man that you can submit to. Like you don't have to carry everything by yourself because let me tell you, I don't want to be the one going out to hustle to bring money to the table. I don't want to be the one taking the leadership to make all of those decisions. Like we as women, we have so much to do and to take care of. Like I don't mind sending money to a man, to a man of God. And people just... Thank you for pointing that out. What part? Because man of God. That's the... That is the key. And if you want to know about that, you should check the one of the previous um, podcasts that we did about like um, relationships. That is about like dating a non-Christian or an ungodly man. So mm-hmm. we literally, we, we really encourage you to check that one out. Because that's key. You cannot be submissive and respect a man who's not being led by God. No. If that man doesn't go on his knees to ask for wisdom, because that's the most important thing that we both need, you can't submit. Because he's going to lead you to the wrong way. He's going to lead you to the pit. That is very important on why you need to choose the right person. Mm-hmm. Now, For you to get a high-value man, you need to become a high-value woman. It's obvious. Simple math. Very simple. I think there's like this um, saying um, that a lot of people say, and it's like, you attract who you are. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, that's something that you need to think about, like, what am I doing? So if you come like, I want this guy who, you know, he's ripped, he has a six pack, you know, like he makes a lot of money, that he respects me, treats me like a queen, he's a gentleman. If you're expecting that from a man, you must make sure that you're becoming that woman. It is. Because it has to be the ideal helper. Yeah, because like one thing that I see, Holy Spirit, please help me here. One thing. (laughs) One thing that I see, <laughs> one thing that I see that gets me mad is when women they pull all down their list, which is not wrong. I'm not telling mm-hmm. that it's wrong for you to have a, like a long list of what yeah, how your man looks like. Go for it. Like God wants you to have the best husband possible, but you just bring down. I see those women bringing out that list, all the things that I want in a man, and then what are you doing with your life? You're, I'm sorry, I'm going down here. Because um, <laughs> that really pisses me off. You're, what are you are doing you with your life? You are posting not really decent pictures on your social media. You Bam. are behaving like you're just available to anybody. You're just having that thought that men are trash and men, uh, men are toxic and all of the men suck. Guess what? You're gonna you're gonna attract men who are toxic and, and they suck. And they suck. <laughs> um, you're the type of girl who worries more about how you look on the outside instead of the inside. You're Amen. the type of girl who's just spending money on anything and you don't Shane. <laughs> and you're just like, I love Shane. This is Shane. I love Shane, but you're just spending your money like there's no tomorrow. 
and then you just want a man who just gonna sustain you and pay for everything but you have no idea how to have a balanced financial life so like you want a man who's uh, mature in all of the areas emotional physical, physical and mental and spiritual and financial but are you balanced in all of those areas Yeah. Are you being a woman who search God? Are you being a woman who like, I'm not telling that you have to be rich to attract a man who's wealthy. No, but are you stewarding well what you already have? Mm -hmm. Like you want a man who's just doesn't talk just to anybody. A man who's like, you know, they'll just like sleep around. What are you doing? Are you not sleeping around too? Are you um, in a state of purity or mm -hmm. you're just like doing whatever and just think, you know what? He's going to have to accept it. Like, you're asking for it, but what are you doing in return? Exactly. It has to go both ways, guys. And um, that's something that Val is very right about it. Like, people have these expectations, but what are you bringing into the table? I, I remember I had a friend. At least I hope she doesn't see this and kills me. No <laughs> names will be dropped. <laughs> I have a friend. Like, at that time, like, she had that mentality that she, she changed. Um. But she had that, that type of mentality, I want to grab pain, you know, and be, she, he has to be financially stable, blah, blah, blah. Loves me, treats me like a queen, man of God, blah, blah, blah. And then my best friend's husband, like we were having this conversation between friends, and then my best friend's husband is like, so what are you bringing into the table? Like, are you exercising? Are you making, are you making sure that you also look physically like fit for him? Are you taking care of your finances? Like she had no words to say. Because what are you going to say? <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's when, when I, after that, like, we had an, like, a private conversation between the two of us. And I told her that, like, you cannot expect to have this and this and this from that person if you're not doing the same. Why? Because that person also has expectations or requirements. I don't call it expectations. I call them requirements. Of course. Because there is things that you need to require for that um, partner to have. Yes. So I'm not going to expect him to have like, I don't know, to make a million dollars per year. Like, that's an expectation. I don't expect that. But I have a requirement for him that he honors mom and dad. That's a requirement that is not negotiable because the way he treats his parents tells me a lot of how he's going to treat me. Yes. You know, so, so it's little details that you need to look and then you need to make sure that you're doing as well. So that when you both meet, you know where your role is. You know what your, um, your focus is. You know, like, it's it's more about, like, just the physical, guys. Like, mm -hmm. it has to have an affinity on every single area of your life. All the vision, same vision. What's your vision? Write these things down. Like, okay, what's my vision for my career? I don't care what career you're at. I don't know your profession. But what's my vision? How do I see myself in a couple of years? With Whether um, I'm by myself or I'm with my, my partner, right? What's my vision for my family? How do I want my family to look like? Do I want my kids to, you know, earn, like, um, have morals, have ethics, you know, have those type of things, like integrity, you know? How do I see myself? Like, what's my vision for my finances? How am I going to store my money? How are I going to store what I earn, what I, um, I spend, right? What's my vision for if you're in ministry? What's my vision for ministry? What did the Lord call me to do? And how... Um, How can I have um, an affinity with this person? Because the Lord puts people together that share the same vision. Those are things that you need to 
actually like examine or inspect before you actually get into a relationship. It has to have an affinity, not only in the physical, but every single mm-hmm. area of your life. And that's how you actually find out if that person is of high value or not, basically. Yeah. And like, I feel like everybody, again, going back to the selfish thing, everybody just look and have like a detailed list or like they have the perfect list for what they want in somebody, but they never look at themselves. And like, this is the biggest mistake of the generation. They never look at themselves. They're always looking to point fingers and be like, I want this, I want, I want. But when you confront them and tell, okay, so uh, what about you? And they're like, what do you mean about me? I'm perfect. No, you're not. You're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And like, that happens to me. I have the realization like, okay, I want my husband to be like this. I, I have certain non-negotiables that I want in a man. And then I was like, okay, so what are those non-negotiables do I offer? What are the things that I need to improve on? And like, I pray to God, it was like, God, shave me to the woman that my uh, my husband is praying for because I'm praying for my husband and I pray that he shaves my husband yeah. to be the man that I'm praying for. And like, not in a sense of like checking the list, but the man that God knows he needs he he the the man that God knows that guy needs to be for me. Amen. His will always before my will. So like when I was thinking about doing this high value woman, I was like, there's a lot of videos and a lot of people talking about relationship, what to look for a man. I was like, okay, let's talk and stop a little bit to think what do I do with myself? How do I prepare myself? What it is to be a high value woman? And like there's too much like crap about <laughs> I need to point something out that is, uh, it just popped in my head. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And she said it like so right. Sometimes we have this long list, right? And we expect the Lord to like check mark every single thing of it. And sometimes he does. Yeah. But this is how relationship works. And then he's been showing me this. Are you okay? No. He's been, is not he's, been, he's been showing me these things um, recently that he's like, Lena, you're not going to be a perfect woman. He's not going to be a perfect man. And you're going to like collide and everything's going to be butterflies and rainbows. No, there is going to be certain areas that I'm intentionally leaving. Um, how do you call that? Like kind of like raw. Like, yeah, like unprocessed per se, so that when you're in that relationship or marriage, you guys are gonna sharpen each other, and that's when people fail, and that's when divorce comes. People don't recognize that they're, not, as you said, that they're not perfect, and they don't let the Lord shape them. He's using that guy that is driving you crazy sometimes for you to work on your patience or your joy, or your um, goodness, or your kindness. And he's doing the same thing. That is the very reason why the Bible says that us women, we need to respect our men, our husbands, our own husbands. Why? Because he is the leader. And then if he's leading him, and then he's making a decision, and then even though like you don't agree with it, guess what? He's a man. In as I said, he has to be led by the Lord. By the Lord. By the Lord. It's I'm not, not like he's just leading himself to whatever. To no. whatever. 
that's not the point that people miss. Exactly. When <laughs> when they talk about when the Bible says about man being the leader and you being the helper, the one who has the influence, the one who's stewarding everything backing and backing yeah. him up. It's not like you're just like signing a contract. You're gonna just blindly do and go to the path that your that your man is leading. No, it's not that. Like when you sign that contract and you agree to be in a relationship with the man of God, you're signing a contract saying, I'm here to do whatever the Lord tells him to do, and if I don't like it, I'm going to do it anyway, because who's leading him is not himself, it's, it's God. Lord, yeah, exactly. Thank and you. that's why it's important <laughs> for you to back him up in prayer, because so he makes the right choices, so that the enemy doesn't give him lies or tries yeah. to deceive him. That is the very reason... I am saying Deborah did a great job because she was backing Barack up in prayer, in intercession, in word of knowledge. Like she was connected with God so that he would actually like do and like execute the, the way the Lord wanted him to execute. And he did and he won the victory and all of those things. And then they made a wonderful song on chapter five, right? But it's the same thing. If you guys are going through a situation he, of course, that godly man has to be seeking the wisdom of God and you need to back him up that, you know, it confers to him. He makes a decision. And then if you're in attunement with the Holy Spirit, trust me, you both will come into agreement. Yes. If you're being fleshly, you're not going to agree with that person. That's when you're like, you need to like die to your own self. That's what marriage is. That's what relationships are. You need to die to your own self for the other person. And that's the complete opposite of people what, what, what are doing right now. Like everybody's selfish. No, it's me, 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 me. What I want. When the Bible says, when the Lord says, it's like, you need to die to yourself for that other person. Yes, we need to respect them. And now them, if you guys are watching this, you need to treat them as a fragile vessel. As a fragile cup. Why? Because the word says you need to do it as Christ died himself for the church. It's the same thing for you guys. You need to like, this is a question that I give to them. Are you willing to die for that woman that you love? That's, That's a, a question that you need to ask yourself. Like, is this woman worth me dying for? Like, yeah, she wants to freaking go shopping and you want to watch the game. <laughs> what is the Lord telling you? No, you need to go with her. Are you willing to sacrifice that game with your with your boys for her? And, the, and, and I know it sounds like ridiculous, but those are real life situations that the Lord is yeah. going to encounter you. Why? Because he's trying your heart. He's pruning areas of your life just as he's pruning hers for you to be sharpened for you to be better, for you to like show the fruits of the spirit. And that's what I said. I am, uh, I'm going through that because it's like, oh man, like this is, this is it. Like we're like iron sharpens iron. And that's something that is very true. And that's when people fail because they're not aware that the Lord is like dealing with parts of you that are not letting you like advance in many areas of your life, whether yeah. it is like career, whether it is, if it is like spiritual, like emotional, those are things that the Lord is going to actually like prune you. Yeah. And that's going to be hard. But if you actually put the Lord in the center and you ask for wisdom and you're like, Lord, what should I do? Mm -hmm. It's going to give you the answer. And trust me, like any fight that you're going to have or any argument that you're going to have, 
if you put that situation and you're like, Lord, what are you trying to teach me out of this? And then you actually learn. If you need to apologize, you do the apology. Trust me, you will come back better and on a higher level. Yeah. People forget that like, it's not like when we're talking about relationship and being with high value or high value men, um, people, there's no way that you can talk about that without talking about God. Like it's something that people are like, okay, but like, no, let's talk about the facts. Like the facts are these, like, there's no way they're going to disconnect that from God because the perfect relationship was designed, was designed by him. And the reason why it worked perfectly is because it was designed by him. And the reason why the uh, relationships in the world don't, don't work, they look like they work, is because they're counterfeit. Like everything the devil does, everything is a counterfeit. Everything is a copy. So like, um, it's hard when people ask, okay, I want to talk about relationship. It's hard not to bring God to, 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 to the thing because so like it's, it's, we're literally mirroring the relationship that we have here here basically well there's actually i would say there is some marriages that you know are you know yeah they know god and all this stuff but there is one thing that they learn that sometimes even christians don't learn unfortunately they understood what the word love is Mm -hmm. and the word like general definition Mm -hmm. love is like you willing again to sacrifice yourself to see the other person be happy. I mean, he should be happy already, but like happier. Yeah. And that's something that like, if you see in the older generations, they did the sacrifices. And that's why they lasted 30, 40, 50, 60 years together because they knew it was about sacrifice. It was about denying, I'm denying myself for the sake of her. And it's the same thing with godly relationships because the Lord didn't help himself back his own son for the love of us. So we should have that standard that even him, like the Lord himself made the birth of him flesh to bring into the world, to walk as a human being, to walk and to teach. The reason why he came as a human being is to teach these principles, to live it on earth so people could learn from it. And unfortunately, those principles are almost lost nowadays. And it's sad. It is. And, um, you know, it's the same thing for relationships. Like, what are you willing to give up for the love of that person that is next to you? And a lot of people think like, okay, but I'm going to do that. What about me? The, the thing is, you both are going to do that. It's not you sacrificing yourself. This, this is when, when, like, when you get somebody who's unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. happens when you're dying for that person but that person is not dying for you this is when you go to a relationship when then you're going to have the abuse you're going to have the giving giving the receiving lies. the lies and all of that but you're in a relationship when you both of you have the same mindset and know what true love means and you you Seek know wisdom. seeking that you're going to be doing you both are going to be dying for each other and then when the relationship like it's gonna go it's gonna move forward and like it's just like for me it's frustrating to see women today and how they behave and like yes we don't exclude men but we're talking about women today so you're gonna be the ones we're, yeah the, the hard we're going hard we're going hard on women today so <laughs> we're not ignoring what men do but we're talking about you guys today and like it's just sad to see just women just become something they're like 
it's not meant for them to be. I, I know, I know. I when I was twenty one. When I was twenty one I was in that area of like strong, empowered, independent woman. Totally you don't independent here. anything. You know, I got this, blah blah blah. Then I made my path straight with the Lord a couple of years ago and he goes like, Lena, I wanna change that mentality of household of yours. Oh. Because you're gonna have a man and that man is gonna take care of you. Because that's the role of men. Let me just give him a little hit to the guys today. That's your job, guys. Like your <laughs> your job is to provide. And I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking about you need to provide emotionally. You need to provide physically, you know what I mean. And you need to <laughs> provide financially. Like you need to make sure that woman feels so safe with you that she's willing, like she will have no problem submitting to you if yeah. you are taking your role, if you're putting the hands on the house and you know taking the, like taking the lead of the family but for that guys you need the wisdom from god himself like otherwise you do and this thing of like men and women are equals they're not it's simple they're not i see people like i don't like that part because i get irritated because like we're not equal we we're all not have equal. a different role. we have different roles like people just don't understand when they say men and women are weak equal they go to like some dramatic stuff like no men and women are not equal not biologically not physically not mentally nothing, nothing. there's nothing in common between men and women besides we have the same creator and that's it like we, we're not alike we have different roles it's not like men are here and women are here that is the very reason why the lord just he didn't leave Adam by himself. Like he knew beforehand that he was going to give him a wife. Yeah. Why? Because if you look at a man and you look at a woman, they're completely different. But what's the point of this? They complement each other. Yeah. It's just like a puzzle piece. And people are exactly. trying to like make the two pieces look the same. And like, that's not that, going to that work. That doesn't work. That doesn't, that doesn't work. Why do you think women are biologically designed smaller to be like physically and mentally we have different like features uh, features and things that we are prone to do it why women are more protective why women are, they're like they're more wise <laughs> why women they're mature faster than men why women have that like their capacity more... to turn this into something like you give a woman like oh i forgot what that's it we're do. more like into the creative Sense. Yeah, the stewarding part. Men is more like the logical, the logical like side of it. And I'm happy about it. More you know? the rational side. I don't more want to be hustling. I'm done side. with that part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that part. Like I, I'm sorry. I don't want to be. I had the mentality of like, you know what? I'm a girl boss. I'm independent. I'm making money. I'm doing all of that. Bro, that's tiring. I've been doing that for a year and a half and I'm ready to give up. I'm ready to wait, welcome my husband into my life because like, I'm sorry, if you want to do it, go for it. But that's not something that I want to do. I want to embrace my role as a woman. I understand that I'm not as strong as a man um, physically. I know that I hate carrying those groceries. I don't like hustling. I don't like going to having everything to do by myself. I like, I like my role and I think women they're like so deceived by the world to start hating their role and thinking no you're just putting us down you're just telling us that we're not not good as men we're lower than him like who told you that 
the world because the Bible is not telling you that you're worth less than men. You guys are equals in the matter of being worthy. That's mm-hmm. where you guys are equal. Mm-hmm. You're both worthy. You both have different roles. And when you understand that all of those roles are designed for you and meant to be perfect for each other and, and meant to make you guys work together, the easier it's going to get. But like everything in this media and this world is just like trying to turn that and make we basically like hit each other and switch roles. No, that's what they're already doing. That's what's happening. <laughs> but it's something that, um, let me just clarify, she's not meaning that she's tired of like hustling, like, oh yeah, he's going to do everything. No, there is going to be a part that we're going to do to help to support the person. But it's just as a woman is tiring in the sense that, man, like there's things that you as a woman, she said like practical example, like the grocery thing. And like it's tiring (laughs) for you to do everything by yourself. It's tiring for you to be the one who um, you go, you work. Like I want to still work when I have my man, but like doing all of this by yourself and stepping into that responsibility to carry a household I don't know how my mom does it. Like, you know, (laughs) like it's hard. And like, I know there's a lot of women out there who's doing that job because they don't have a choice. They're doing that because who else is going to do it for them? But um, I'm talking about the part of like, I'm pretty sure that if you ask a lot of women who are doing that alone for so long, how relieved they would be if they had a a true man of God in their lives. No, for real. How relieved they would be. Of course, there is certain type of women who are deceived, but they're like, no, I don't need a man. Yeah. And that's deception. You you need a man. And he needs you. And he needs you. It's the design, guys. It's the design. Like, we're meant, like, the Lord wanted family like he designed a marriage he designed a family with children and and that's basically the first commandment that he said like be fruitful and multiply what does that mean be fruitful is you working on yourself to be better to bear the fruit of patience the fruit of joy the fruit of the spirit like you actually can see like people can see you virtues 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 and values Virtues and values. And then you multiply. That means that you find your partner, you find your woman or your man. Then you get into the relationship and then the common of marriage. And then you are your time, guys. It doesn't have to be whatever. right away. You make children. Do whatever. <laughs> yeah, after that, you do whatever. But um, that's literally the first thing that you actually do. And that's something that it's lost right now. It's so lost, honestly. It's honestly because they do the multiplication first, and then after that they did the covenant, and then after that they do the, and then they do the 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 fruit, like working on themselves, like after the multiplying got wrong. So, like it is. um, I just like it's just a conversation to have so much to talk about because, like, it's. I'm sorry, but I, I I don't know. Well, if you are those people who like, hey, you're good by yourself, you don't want men, you hate men. I don't know. I deep, deep down, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm sorry. You can tell me that I'm wrong. But deep, deep down, there's hey, always going to have a lack. Always going to have a, a like, the, I wish I could have someone. There's always. always. And, like, and people think that you admitting that you need a man or a woman is like, oh, my God, you're so weak. No, bro. We all need like. 
I cannot wait to have a man who take care of me because I cannot wait for me to do the same. I was married before. I know how a marriage works. And believe me, I miss having a man, not because he was paying the bills and he was going out there and working, but I had a safe, I have, I had a safe space with him. I had a man who I didn't have to worry about um, anything about my safety. I didn't have to worry about being by myself alone, handling problems. Like, of course, we have God 24-7 with us. But trust me, I reach points in my life and I still do this. Sometimes I'm like, Lord, if I had a partner to go through with the situation with me and support me. And every time that we talk support, we're not talking about only financially. And like support Emotional, me here, be my rock. Because yeah. this, is a, this is the role of a man. He's going to be a rock. He's going to be the head. And that's not something bad. I, I, I know we have different roles and I'm happy to fulfill mine. Yeah, no, it's, it's fulfilling. Fulfill your role. It's gonna be fulfilling. And the reason why there's so much women that are miserable and they're having so many mental health problems, battling depression, or just yeah. like I we can name it a list here, is because they're trying to do something that was not meant for you to do it. Yeah, by yourself. Yep. Yep. You couldn't make it any more clear. <laughs> And like, and I, I know that a lot of those women, like my mom, for example, she's not doing her this by choice. She's praying for a man, a high value man, and she talks to God every day. And I know that in the right time, God is going to put the man in her life. And, but these women who just keep just bragging about how well like, they are alone. Yeah. And the reason it's not bad for you to brag about how good you are alone. Cause I am too. I'm thankfully God has been here with me and I'm thankful that I'm in this season, but when I see women talking bad about the woman who chose to submit to a man, to chose to be um, fulfilling the role, to be at home, to be taking care of the children, not having maybe a career, or letting a part of her life go to focus on that, you don't have to diminish anybody just to make you make you feel better. Exactly. And like, everybody has their own life. Everybody has their own choices it's and their own purpose. Like you, the the toxic part about this, the things that I see online is not just I'm good without men, but it's putting hate against men and hate against women who chose to submit to a man. Yeah, that's true. That is just like it's it's all deception, unfortunately. And I hope. Um, you know, there is more people with the right mentality, with the godly mentality, with the, um, you know, that original design that he actually placed in us that can share that with them so they can open their eyes because that's merely deception. And um, it's not like, it, that, it's not even enraging. And in my personal case, it doesn't enrage me anymore. It's just, it saddens me, man. Like, like they need help. You, yeah. Everybody needs a little bit of help. And like being a high value woman, if you pay attention to the podcast, you have a huge list right now at this point of what. Yeah, I, this I is just the tip of the iceberg. I yeah, literally just talking about numbers. We're gonna have multiple episodes talking about what a high value woman means, but I think is being a high value woman is first you put God first. Being a high value woman is always have God first. And having that connection with God and the Holy Spirit that he will shape you to be patient, to be kind, to be forgiven, to be loving. Be a high value woman is to know, to have boundaries, like what you're going to post, how are you going to dress yourself, how you're going to behave. Mm -hmm. Because 
I'm sorry. Jesus it might Christ. Be, it might be old school, but you, you should cover yourself. And I'm talking about like I used to post like when I was in vacation with my ex-husband um, bikini photos. And even those things, sometimes I, I like I delete it. I raise it because I was like, no, no. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I don't want to do that. But like how you behave yourself, how you portray yourself as a high value woman, that matters. Mm. I know that right now is like i do whatever my body my, my, choice. my choice yeah it's your choice but it's also your choice if you end up not with a high value man because i don't want my man on social media with a bunch of her shirtless pictures i'm not i'm not just talking about women i don't want my man to show his body to anybody else but me or if we're at the beach that's maximum. different case. that's it but like the same way i'm not gonna do that because i'm pretty sure that he doesn't want his future wife being exposed on the internet the same way that are you being careful what you say are you just saying are you speaking the way high volume speaks yeah. what are you telling are you gossiping are you using cursing words are you just do you have boundaries towards the men in your life already or you're mm -hmm. just waiting to have a man so you put boundaries in your guy friends um are you stewarding well your finances are you having a, a prayer routine are you like having the habit of just like i'm sorry i want to talk about something that's very um a little bit controversial what you know um cooking and cleaning that's um, a, that's a thing for two of you to do men and women so i'm talking to women right now but men if you're listening you should know how to cook and clean too you. that's like sorry. a basic like <laughs> that's a for you to survive you need to know how to do those things so yeah. like be clean um and if you're not if you're disorganized if you're dirty try to, to you know be more disciplined in that because um that's a reflection of what is internally so you know be somebody who's clean i know that it's something that i sh you probably think why you're talking about that some people don't know okay i met a bunch of them um be organized um uh, be clean <laughs> that's essential um take care of your body i'm not talking for you to go on a diet and like, be oh my ripped God, off. you don't have to know just take care of your health, eat well, go to the gym, exercise, you know, um, and like, just take care of yourself and just be a good human being, basically. No, it's just like, you need to fulfill the purpose before you actually find the person. So that's why I was like going through the Bible. And it's just like, it goes back to Genesis chapter two. That's when like the Lord tells the man, I was, like, I was seeing, I was um, reading Ruth. The story of Ruth. That's hilarious. That's She's the amazing. Perfect. She fulfilled her purpose and found her men fulfilling her purpose. Amen. Um, and it's basically the same thing. Like before you meet the person, you make sure that you're walking in the purpose of what God has told you. In this case, the Lord told Adam, um, you need you need to like work um the land, you need to name the animals, you need to, you know, um make sure that you're watching over them that was a that was his role before eve came into the picture and i'm not saying this um um exclusively for guys but also for women like you need to sit down if you're still single you need to sit down by yourself and ask the lord like lord what do i need to be ready for before i meet that person what do I need to work on mentally? When, what do I need to work on emotionally? What traumas do I still have that I need to work on before I Ooh. need a person because I don't want to bring this baggage 
to Please. that person and ended up hurting him smash her right um Do you that. need to sit down like okay lord like what about just said like um i need to take care of my body what what should i start like doing what should i start eating right i'm not saying like become a freaking fit girl or just man take care of your health just take care of your health what do I need to start doing physically, career-wise, Father? Like, guide me to where you want me to be or what do you want me to do. Father, like, how am I going to get better at handling my finances or anything that you have given me? All of those things you need to sit down and make sure that you are actually working and progressing towards it before you meet the person. And, of course, you need to be expecting if you're doing these things, of course, you're going to pray about that the, the other person is doing the same thing at the same time, right? So by the time you guys meet, you already dealt with your traumas. You already have a different type of mentality. You know how to steward the things that the Lord gives you. You're focused on your career and the call that God gave you. And boom, you have a great family right there. See, it's not that hard. It's, it's, the Lord gives the cooking recipe so easy and which is... So we just rather, you know what, we just what we look want. at the box and be like, I know how to make that cookie by myself. I don't need to follow the instructions. That is not true. Like we, we actually check the trash and recheck the instructions. Bro, <laughs> like God gave us the manual, how to live our lives. Oh and what do you do? You just go pressing the buttons and then if work, it worked. If you burn the machine, you burn like, bro, this is the manner of living life. That's why your, your cookies are burning. If the recipe is gross. No. It's, that's it's, all. Why your life is I, a mess. I, Our life was a mess because we weren't following the recipe. I'm sorry. It's just like that's hilarious. You know when you when you buy like frozen food and then it's, it has the instructions on the package. And you're like, like, I don't need them. I'll put it in the trash. And the next thing you do is like you open the trash and check the instructions because you were too that's literally to not read them before you actually did the That's like, the human beings. <laughs> that's how human beings work. 